0: Listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you The Seminarians, a dialogue with students from the Pontifical College Josephinum, produced by AM820 to encourage and inspire vocations to the religious life. And now, The Seminarians. Welcome to The Seminarian Show. My name is Jonathan Torres from the Diocese of Charlotte, North Carolina. Joining me are Dalton Irvin from Victoria, Texas, and Gordon Mott from Columbus, Ohio. Let's begin with a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, we just ask that you send your Holy Spirit upon us, uh, inspire our listeners, inspire inspire us as we uh, converse, uh, and may your name always be praised. We ask this through the intercession of your mother. As we pray, hail Mary, full of okay. grace. The, the Lord, Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. women, and, and blessed, blessed is the, the fruit of thy womb, womb Jesus.
1: Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mary mother, mother of God, God pray, pray for us sinners, sinners, now and at the hour of our death. death. Amen. Amen.
0: In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So, today's topic, we will be talking about uh, technology. Uh, And specifically, we're going to be focusing on social media and screen time, as it were, Um, a little bit more uh, precisely, not uh, technology in a general sense. You know, I think uh, we all love our air-conditioned rooms and our (laughs) air-conditioned cars. (laughs) We love our cars in general. Um, And so, you know, those things, I think, um, it's a little bit less controversial, I think, than... um, uh, social media, uh, especially as of, as of late, um, in this, uh, modern era. Um, so I, w- I would like to start out by just, um, affirming, of course, the good that has been done with it. Um, you know, secularly, I think there, you know, there are plenty of stories of people being able to come together, raise money for a great charity. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I've even heard stories about uh, people stopping crimes by spreading pictures out, you know, on mm-hmm. Facebook and stuff like that. Um, so there's been a lot of good that's been uh, achieved with social media. Um, but even religiously, right, uh, right. in our own uh, Catholic communities, um, the radio. <laughs> that, <laughs> here that we are. Here we are. Um, the ab- ability to spread the gospel in a way that's never been done before, reach people yes. that never been able to be reached, um, is just a, it's fantastic. It, it's a blessing and a grace. Um, but When we get down to it, um, on the everyday use of of technology, of social media, um, you know, everybody has a device now that can connect them to anybody in the world. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty incredible. It's a pretty impressive power um, that we've come to really just um, uh, to to possess. And so, um, I think, you know, it's necessary to talk about um, its use responsibly. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... I, I kind of want to start there with, um, you know, the good that people have done with it, with the, the potential for danger and abuse of technology. Um, with the question, is it is it amoral? You know, is it just a thing that, you know, whether or not you use it, uh, it it's 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 goodness or it's evilness is dependent on how you use it. Um, I have a couple of ideas, but I'd like to hear some of yours. Maybe Dalton, if you if you have an idea.
1: Yeah, on technology being amoral, kind of utilitarian. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. It's utility making it good or bad. Um, Yeah, I mean, like you said, there's so much good being done with technology, um, especially when it comes to the proclamation of the gospel Mm -hmm. um, in the modern world. You see bishops with Twitter accounts um, who are having young people who read their daily little 140-character meditation Mm -hmm. uh, on the gospel, um, which was never done before. Yeah. Um, But then at the same time, I have an issue with this 24-hour news bombardment. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's one of the great evils of technology um, that's perpetuated by social media. Mm -hmm. But especially when there's, (laughs) pardon the use of fake news, Um, (laughs) you know, they can totally make a website look legitimate um, to make something look like a, a newscast. Right. That's absolutely nothing but a lie right you know and, and that's extremely immoral
0: yeah and i think going off of that too um we're in an age where everybody now has an opi- opinion and can invoice it mm-hmm. with these little blogs you know vlog style videos um we're in the past you know it, it took um you actually had to say something substantial to get noticed or to yeah. um you know get published um but now it's um it's as easy as a 12 year old making an account and knowing how to set up a website and you know and People can come across it, and what is this, you know? And,
1: and be it known, a twelve-year-old knows how to do that a lot better than I know how well, to do yeah, that.
0: Well, yeah, that's that's true. That is true. <laughs> um, Gordon, do you have any, any thoughts on uh, on uh, whether technology is amoral or
2: so? Or not? I think it all depends, like everything else. It's it's a matter of the choices that you make once you engage the thing, right? <laughs> so, you know, one of the the bigger influences in my life was about eight years ago, I used to be a member of uh, a Catholic writers group online and the uh, you know, these were just people all over the country and some people that were international and who would share little things that they had written. Um, and there was a, a, a video conferenced rosary that like hmm. Thursday nights we would get on and like we could, I think at the time we could do up to 16 people Um but it was great because Thursday nights you knew that if you could get onto the server there would be at least 15 other people right. you know uh sitting there praying the rosary with you um but then it was great too that you know if you really just wanted to pray the rosary with somebody else you could sign on and say hey guys I, i'm having a hard day i you know and five or six people would jump on and pray the rosary with you yeah um and so i think those sorts of uses of technology are amazing and inspiring Um, I think that the problem with access to great, big, powerful things is that sometimes we neglect to really internalize how great, big, and powerful they are. Yeah. And then we use them for these little tiny things that ultimately do
1: no good. Yeah. And, and I just wonder, this is just my musing right now. I haven't thought this through, but using things like the video conference rosary, um, or if you use the, uh, some of the, the apps for the office of readings or mm-hmm. divine office, it tells you how many people are in prayer. Yeah. Like, does it not take away from the mystery of our communion with the mystical body of Christ? I think,
0: yeah. And I think, you we, know, yeah, can absolutely.
1: you not pray that rosary? You just say like 17 people are going to pray the rosary. Mm-hmm. You know, you, there's this agreement. And so there's something mysterious that you're all united without technology between you or mm-hmm. this realization that there's a communion of saints right. praying with you as well. I don't know.
0: Well, and I think that that could be one of the pitfalls to um, social media is that it gives an illusion of communion, um, but we see how many people just feel alone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you have tons of teenagers um, connected with, the, you know, how many thousands of friends on Facebook yeah. or Snapchat or whatever they're doing nowadays. Um, and, you know, and, and at, the, at the same time, they're alone in the corner on the screen. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think that's one of the pitfalls that we can get into a little bit later. Um, but I, I wanna I wanna read this quote from Saint um Pope Francis. I'm not canonizing him yet, I'm sorry. <laughs> Pope Francis on technology. Um that kind of um just lets us peer into this question on whether or not um technology is amoral. So he says, quote, they, that is techno- technological products, uh, they create a framework which ends up conditioning lifestyles. Wow. Um And I think that's a very bold statement, a very bold statement, because he's somehow suggesting, I think, that technology is not as amoral as we would like it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think um, one of the examples that, um, one of the experiences, rather, um, that I've um, come across is uh, having conversations with friends and family where they're not even using, we're not even using technology, but, you know, having a TV that's on in the background Mm -hmm. or having a phone that's uh, on the table. Um, face up um it kind of creates this um i think it's a lack of freedom um for lack of a better term um to enter into full engagement uh yeah. with the other person yeah um and so i think just having you know technology around um devices like social media computer um just you know on and you know waiting for a little sound or vibration that tells you that someone's mm-hmm. trying to communicate with you um that's always in the back of your mind i think um and so, it, it I think it it blocks deep communion in some way.
1: Um, no, I, I while you say that it makes me think back to Hurricane Harvey um, mm. last August when power was knocked out. Um, my family has cable internet; okay. cable yeah. was out for over a week. So not <laughs> only did Tortured. we not have TV, <laughs> but we didn't have internet either to supplement. <laughs> and there's no power, so like we we were just all in the living room together. Yeah. Um, and I think we were together in probably one of the truest senses of communion, yeah. Than we had been in in a long time because we, you know, phones were precious. Yeah. If that battery died, you were really disconnected <laughs> from the outside <laughs> world. Um, right. But you know, so everyone's phones were down. There was a hurricane outside. So, yeah. And we were just laughing, and it was it was true joy. Yeah. You know, to be yeah. together. Yeah, and and I, as a family.
0: And I think just um, really quick, uh, uh, that reminds me of an example I had of a. Uh, experience i had as a, a child um i can't remember what year it was the whole when the whole tri-state area um blacked out
2: mm-hmm.
0: um i was in new york living in new york and um i remember my brother and my next-door neighbor we camped out outside um and we loved it and i remember when the house went back on you could see the lights come on we were all just like uh <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um and so i think there's this you know Um, Especially for children, like there's this sense of wonder that the world has to offer, Mm -hmm. that God is offering through the world um, that technology can stifle.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, you look at these filters. You can take pictures now with filters. Yeah. I mean, God's beauty. Yeah, like God's beauty is not enough. So let's filter um, His creation (laughs) when we take pictures of it.
0: Yeah. So, Gordon, do you have any uh, comments thus far far? (laughs) on.
2: Well, the the filter thing made me laugh. I used to. uh, be involved with a a photography group you know in the good old days when we all used film and uh we used to go down to to hawking hills and do these uh these nighttime photo shoots which is great you know you do these 15 minute long exposures if the night's dark enough and we would put these colored gels on um searchlights and we would paint the landscape with you know different colors and we thought we were kind of radical for doing it you get these kind of crazy-looking photos, mm-hmm. and now you just click a button, and, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you get whatever you want. There's there's something lost about the the art of that, I think. Yeah. yeah,
0: absolutely. You're listening to The Seminarian Show on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM 820. You can hear this show every Tuesday at noon and Sunday at 1pm, and in the audio archives at com. I'm Jonathan Torres from the Diocese of Charlotte, North Carolina. Joining me are Dalton Irvin from the Diocese of Victoria, Texas, and Gordon Mott from Columbus, Ohio. So, we've been talking about um, technology, um, uh, social media specifically, um, kind of the pros, the cons. Um, I would like to just um, read this quote, um, again by uh, Pope Francis, um, just to uh, put a little bit more context into um, our discussion thus far. Quote, Nobody is suggesting a return to the Stone Age. But we do need to slow down and look at reality in a different way, to, to appropriate the positive and sustainable progress which has been made, but also to recover the values and the great goals swept away by our unrestrained illusions of grandeur, end quote. Um, I think that's, very, um, that's a very reflective, deep um, uh, little passage there. Um, and to recover the values, and the great goals swept away by our unrestrained delusions of grandeur. I love that, um, especially recovering the the values. Um, I think, uh, uh, familially, um, mm-hmm. families are I think breaking apart. And you know, one of the great tragedies of modern you know modern times is just um, we don't know how to just sit down with each other anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I, I can think of the classic scene of a family gathering around dinner when the dad comes home, and you know, everyone just you know comes around and, and is able to just share their day. Um, now everyone's you know on their phones during the, you know during dinner time the, um you know dad has to make a phone call mom is maybe working late or I don't know um but I think it, it's a shame that we're not um we're forgetting ourselves um we're forgetting who we are a, a, as a community and I think um technology is definitely um part and parcel in why that's happening yeah um
1: why well, there was this description given to me of social media Particularly, uh, ones where people post lots of pictures. Mm-hmm. It was like a married couple laying in bed together um, before they go to sleep that night, and they're both on their phones or their iPads scrolling through their social media. In effect, they're looking through old high school yearbooks <laughs> at their old boyfriends and girlfriends, hmm. and you know, but they're seeing even more of what they're up to. Yeah, and I mean, when you think about that, if you are laying next to your your spouse and they're looking at old. Girlfriends, or and, or and their past life before yeah, their past spouse. life, yeah. and, and kind of reminiscing on it, and mm-hmm. and so inquisitive about it, their whole lives. Yeah, it's kind of odd.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. What yeah. are your thoughts on that? <laughs> no, I mean, not only is it absolutely odd, but it's. Um, I think it's it's a perversion of memory. Mm-hmm. I think you know, memory is a great gift in which we can, um, you know, recall uh, recall recall our past lives to make our current life better. Yeah. Um, you know, and in the liturgy, like, in the liturgy, uh, we call, um, the, the sacrifice of our Lord anamnesis, which means, uh, a, a knowing through remembrance, you know, and the climax of our liturgy, do this in remembrance of me. Yeah. Um, and, and yet we have, you know, I, I think, I think social media, especially with these, all these pictures, and like you said, using filters, mm-hmm. um, to make them, um, more special in a way, um, is a perversion of this sense of, uh, remembering who we are. Yeah. Um. And so, uh, yeah, I think that that's, that's perverted. <laughs>
1: in, I mean, but don't, sense. don't get me wrong. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Well, yes. And they, yes like, yeah. for me, I'm up here in Columbus, Ohio, mm-hmm. um, you know, many, many miles away from home. I don't get home very often. Uh, so Facebook allows me a way to see pictures yes, of, yeah. um, you know, what's going on in little bitty Weimer, Texas, right. uh, to feel like. I might not be at homecoming, yeah. but I see my brother and my cousins yeah. in their football uniforms, yeah. um, having a great time. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, so absolutely. I'm not saying that every instance of it is messed up. It does, it yeah. does have good. It benefits me personally as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I would be sad without that.
0: Yeah, um, no, yeah, but there's something there. Yeah, I think. And I don't want to. I don't want to say you know this is bad and this is evil. Like again, you know, it it can be used for great good. And I know a lot of people who um um you know live um, states away from their family and Mm -hmm. you know the the best way that they they can keep in contact with them is through social media through facebook yeah they see their cousins posting birthday pictures and they comment oh happy birthday wish i was there you know and and so you know in a sense it does it gives you that connection that was not available um before um but i think danger again is just um substituting that for true authentic um interpersonal relationships yeah so
1: yeah you know, I you see sometimes on the social medias um the social media <laughs> these little I don't vignettes or, or like a texting conversation with God. Oh yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, hey God, hey Yeah. <laughs> life is really hard right now. I know. I see. <laughs> you know, and it's it's this concept that our young people to try to reach them were manufacturing this analogy mm-hmm. that talking to God is like in a text message. Yeah. Which is simply untrue. Right. Right? Intimacy with God, conversation with God is a real communion. It's this mm-hmm. uh bearing of the soul where I mean you just give God everything you have. You don't sit there and read, you know, type it out, edit, change some words right. so it sounds a little better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> right? no, it's right. it's a spilling of yourself. Yeah. Um this total uh bearing of your soul to the Lord where this in social media to read. Now you can even edit your posts, right? Yeah, right, right. Um, In case someone didn't
2: like it. Well, see, I think that's where you get into the real difficulty with social media, right? Is it's, I don't know that the fact that it's as common as it is, is necessarily bad. But what I do think is bad is that, you know, a relationship with God is all about essentially discovering who you are because you're, you're meeting the person that he made and entering in into that relationship where he grows, helps you grow and, you know, become who it is that he intends you to be. Um, with social media, a lot of it, especially when kids grow up in this world where, you know, they're constantly dealing with this invasion of social media into private time. You know, when I was in school, uh, I got to go home and I didn't have to deal with, you know, peer pressure or anything. I just went out and played baseball with my friends. Mm -hmm. The, uh, but now the phone, it just never gives up. Yeah. The, uh, and so really what they're doing a lot of times, and there's, there's a lot of studies that talk about this, that what's happening is they're being told who they should be by social media. Oh, well, I'm, I'm not good enough because this picture I was kind of proud of only got three likes on Facebook and I've got 700 friends, what's wrong with me? Um, and so what it does is it removes that opportunity for self-discovery through that relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, because you're too busy being told who to be by social media rather yeah. than discovering who you are in the eyes of Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. No, I think that that's a, that's an excellent point. Um, and I think, I can't remember whether it was Dalton or Gordon, someone mentioned about um, just praying to God. No, it was, it was Dalton. Um, uh, and how, you know, It present. You gave the example of a of a wrong way to look at prayer, where you know you're editing your, um, editing your words, and it's going back and forth. Um, But I think that gets at the larger issue of of this addiction to noise in this Mm -hmm. culture, Um, as if we have to be constantly saying something. Um, I remember well, well, the advent of vines. (laughs) Um, That was a couple years ago, and I think they're coming out with vines too now. Oh, it's coming back. That's what I heard. One of my friends was telling. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I mean, these things are hilarious. Um, <laughs> and so I think, um, you know, it's funny and it's entertaining. But I think it does tell us something about our, our current state where these videos are like less than, what is it, 10 seconds? Oh, yeah. Or? I
1: mean, we won't even watch minute-long videos yeah, anymore. Yeah. You
0: know, you look at YouTube and it's like, oh, it's five minutes. I don't have time for that. You know, we're something that's shorter than that. Um, and it's just this uh, inability to stay at rest. Mm-hmm. And so can you imagine someone who's, you know, in that Vine culture, in that YouTube culture, um going to sit down for an hour in front of our Lord and praying in silence. It's almost torture. And so I think that this is um, one of the great ways to grow in prayer is to start by learning how to enter into silence and learning how we can start practically just by um, mitigating our time with our our phones and our technology.
1: Yeah. No, that's so true. I did my philosophy studies down at the University of Dallas Mm -hmm. um, at Holy Trinity Seminary. And the rector there, one of his favorite lines uh, was, you are never less alone than when you are alone. Mm. You know, talking about when we're alone, when we're in silence, that's when we see, like, the Lord's presence in our lives. Yeah, that's when we encounter the communion of saints surrounding us, that great cloud of witnesses mm-hmm. uh, that's r- talked about in Hebrews. Yeah. And we refuse, as a culture, uh, particularly as an American society, to allow that silence,, yeah. right? the noise of the city is attracting us, like mm-hmm. bugs to light,
0: yeah
1: no, like not me, count me out, send me to the country <laughs> like, I've had enough of the sound, the noise yeah um, but we're afraid of silence, yeah, because that's when, as Gordon was talking about, in the silence, we encounter who we are, yeah, our fears, our joys, and I think a lot of times we 're afraid. To know who that person is,
0: absolutely. And in the silence, we encounter ourselves, Mm -hmm. and which is, and sometimes the noise is a very great way to just ignore the problems that you know our inner demons, as it were. Um, I would like to move on just um, really quick uh, in closing, um, just some practical ways um, to mitigate the time we use our phones and just to develop more of a um, a freedom from technology. I'll start by just saying that my parents, um, at my parents' house, we've recently had a problem in get-togethers. Where a lot of um, extended family would come over, we're trying to talk to them, and they're just on their phones um, constantly. And um, my mom has kind of had enough. She has this great New York um, (laughs) personality, (laughs) and so she was um, she got creative and um, put a little basket um, at the door saying "Drop your phones off here." Wow, it was bold. And some people took issue with it, but she's like, I want to, I want to be with and talk with my family members that I haven't seen in a long time. I don't want technology to get in the way. Drop your phones off there. Yeah. yeah. Um, We also had a, um, we actually don't have a, my family doesn't have a TV in the living room. We have one up in an entertainment area, but um, before that in our old house, we had a, little cabinet for the tv so during the rosary we would always shut the cabinet so that black box is not looking at us (laughs) Um, old temptation old temptation you know the devil comes in a black box as it were (laughs) so um but it's just that that idea of out of sight out of mind Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i don't know if you guys had a quick um just a practical way maybe to with this so
1: i think i think it's really hard I think like to pretend like there's an easy fix is Mm -hmm. fooling ourselves because it is so easy to pick up your phone and just start scrolling, just start reading. Yeah. Um. And we can rationalize it by saying, "Hey, I know there's bad things on there. Like, I know I can't control what everybody else is posting, but there's also good stuff, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I do follow Catholic stuff. Yeah. yeah. I see Bishop Barron's latest videos." (laughs) Right, word on fire. Yeah. I listen to these good podcasts. Yeah. Also, not I'm just not like them. Who, yeah, exactly. I'm not like the people who just waste all their time.
0: Right, 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 right. So that and everyone thinks that. That's so it, yeah, in
1: realizing yeah. and saying it's hard, I think there are steps we can take, mm-hmm. which are like having certain times of the day when we just set the phone down. Yeah, realizing absolutely. we're not so important that mm-hmm. if someone can't get a hold of us, the world's going to fall apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean the big word narcissism. Mm-hmm. I think. Runs deep throughout most social media. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So just setting the phone down, um, putting yeah. it on do not disturb at night when you sleep. Yeah, yeah. And maybe doing it a little before you go to sleep. Yeah, exactly. So that uh, you can pray a little.
0: Yeah. I, I've been trying to get in the habit of just Putting my phone down at least forty five minutes before I go to bed. Yeah, reading a book and it just really sets the tone for a quietness in the soul. Well,
2: um, and even a lot of these big Hollywood celebrities now have gotten rid of their smartphones hmm. and they're moving back to the old school Nokia text message only phones <laughs> that we had in the nineties and thought yeah. were terrible. The uh, so I mean so there's a there's a growing movement to recognize that there's a necessity to get past the noise and get back to a place of value. Yeah. And that's so. great
0: to hear. I mean, there's, there's hope. And I think that this is not just a, a Catholic idea mm-hmm. that like, Oh, we need to mitigate the use of our technology. I think as, as a human community, we can feel that it's, it's, it's a problem. It can be, it can be an issue. So.
1: Yeah. Without so. a doubt. So with
0: that, we will, um we will end here. Thanks for joining us today's seminarian show. You can hear this show every Tuesday at noon and Sunday at 1 p.m., and in the audio archives at SaintGabrielRadio.com. And let's end with a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord Lord is is with
1: thee. Blessed art thou among women, women, and blessed is the the fruit of thy womb, womb, Jesus.
2: Holy Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, God, pray pray for us sinners, sinners, now and at the hour of our death. death. Amen.
1: Amen. In
0: the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. The Seminarians is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820. Archives of The Seminarians and all of our locally produced programs are available at stgabrielradio.com.